You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. John and Sophie are both drinking, which means it's another episode of 9 to 5 Entertainment System. And even though we all watch wrestling this week, we do not talk about Holy wrestling. Holy shit, we didn't. That. <laughs> what did Holy we talk shit. about, John? We talked about oh. so many things. Possible Star Wars spinoffs, because the big news from Disney and Star Wars. We talked about <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible fanfic and masturbation. <laughs> though not actually connected, just masturbation separate from terrible, terrible fanfic. Someone's masturbating to fanfics. Somebody <laughs> somewhere is doing that right now. <laughs> then we talked about um, Disney puts people on projects that work, and it's true. They do. And then we talked about Muppets. So, yeah. Vic, what else? Somehow Muppets took us to uh, Billy D. Williams, and how he's a pretty cool guy. Got and malt beverages. Malt beverages. Um, Works every time. Daft Punk is awesome. We, we spin off and talk about the... the multitudes of albums that they've put out and uh, how they're consistently great. Marilyn Manson got mentioned in there, I'm not sure, because he's not that in my opinion. Lemmy! Lemmy yep. is God! Yep. Yes. Uh, we'll we talk a lot about Lemmy again. about Lemmy being God, but we talk about him a lot. Yeah, no, he's fucking fantastic in his uh, autobiography book and uh, filmed. Choo-choo! Yep. yep. And then uh, we talked about uh, House of Cards and Revenge, two pretty interesting TV shows, and uh-huh. uh, finished off by speaking of Guardians of Middle-Earth, Psychonauts, and the announcement of the PS4 coming out, the PS on Yep. All that and me spilling beer on a very special episode Everywhere. of 9 to 5 Entertainment <laughs> System. <laughs> Yeah, we are. Oh boy. Oh boy, there's so many news. This is fucking a very special episode. It is. I'm we gonna just, go first. We just found out live at the same time that the listeners did that there's, there's news. That there's news. There's okay, so awesome news. apparently you guys weren't on the internet today, but Disney officially came out with their the the earliest rumor leak oh. of their strategy for Star Wars. I, yeah, they're I was... doing three movies, two independent stories alongside the first one, episode 7. And yes. what is rumored about be what it is is a like a like a backstory for Boba Fett and a backstory something having to do with Yoda. We don't know if it's going to be like a him hundreds of years ago yeah. or if it's going to be some other something or other. And then they're doing it at the same time or just like around episode 7. Yeah. I and actually I I did hear about this by way of Matt Cowboy and then we kind of got into it. He's so angsty and, like, apprehensive about all of this. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, He's just sort of like, well, what now? There's gonna be a Boba Fett movie and a Han Solo movie? Like, what's next? And oh, yeah, that was the other one. Han Solo was also, like, a rumored... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets all, like, like opinion Nancy. And, like, I don't know. Here, here's what I see. It's, it's gonna be exactly like fucking um, Marvel. Like, they're gonna do five or six independent storylines and bring the characters together for like a super super mega like episode seven is going to be or, like a collective but, story or well, it, doesn't, I mean, it doesn't it, it doesn't even have to be you could build up yeah. the characters to episode four with that same comparison yeah. i mean yeah. it can go either iron man or wolverine so yeah there's a lot of disney range. didn't have yeah. anything to do with wolverine yeah and there was an apocalypse yeah. and they did not do that you have a point there <laughs> it's yeah. like and that was fox pictures who yeah. fucking yeah. wrecked the series which disney at least the well marvel films yeah. Now owned by Disney, 
and like and they like, have an excellent track record. All the yeah, films done my, under Disney. My also my counterpoint. I was like, like my my dream <laughs> would be like to just have like these like Star Wars stories, which don't necessarily have the like epicness of a Star Wars movie. Like yeah. like my some my all of my favorite definite book fiction coming out of Star Wars uh, was shit that did not have to do with the main cast. Yeah, it was, like, like peripheral, just living it, in the universe. It was, uh, I mean, like, my, my favorite full novels were I, Jedi, which was uh, Corrin Horn, where he was, like, discovering... Sorry, the, his name was Corrin Horn? Corrin Horn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was from the X-Wing series. He, the X-Wing series also was a good one. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Corrin Horn, where he was sort of, like, uncovering the... Yeah, his name is Cornhorn. Cornhorn. Okay. He's a rural juror. <laughs> Cornhorn the rural juror. <laughs> yes, Corin Horn, and he was dis- like discovering kind of the uh, the slightly different tradition of the um, Corellian Jedi's because okay. like Corellia has like that whole like gambling thing and history and whatever else sure. like that. And it was just sort of like it's not like they they were not Jedi's, but they had like a little bit more of like a kind of in the area of like they weren't dark they were like they were definitely still like Jedi's but they still believed in like chance and stuff like a little bit more than usually the forces sort of fucking see all anyway cool book sure. Shadows of the Empire yeah. was also fucking super cool the X-Wing series was cool the I don't know if you read the Tales of books yeah, we, we've been th- through all this I, like, I read like virtually none of the okay. expanded universe I haven't universe. read any but like, I love the Kator storylines yeah, they it. were fantastic. People love yeah. Kotor, uh, the Clone Wars series. I was just gonna say that the, like the video game world of Star Wars to me was almost richer than the movie world. I heard Force Unleashed, the first one was really good. There was that. There was the fucking um, uh, like Rebel Assault was pretty good. The Tie Fighter series was just fucking brilliant. The yeah, yeah. Um, what do you call it? Uh, not, the ones that presage Jedi Academy, where like you were just playing a bounty hunter and then you ran around doing fucking. Uh, it was like a first-person shooter style game. Okay. Like all through the '90s, it was there was just like the Empire of the Game. No, because that was on N64. I feel really embarrassed that I don't remember the name. Whatever, man. You're not that big of a geek. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> the um, the, there was this like wealth of video games expanding the stories that to me kept the game, like the whole world of Star Wars alive from like n- like as soon as I was old enough to play video games, 1990 to like fucking yeah, yeah, 2002. Yeah. And even then, there was the MMO, which to a lot of people, that was like their mega Star Wars experience was living in it yeah. in the video game world. I think when you put like, like again, could it be a fucking apocalypse? Sure. Oh yeah. But I mean like, and, and this is like the point that I bring up like time and time again and brought up in the argument with Cabway yeah. is I was just sort of like oh no and they were like yeah and then like someone like mockingly linked the fact that there's like a Star Wars pinball coming out or whatever like IGN okay. ran the stories of like Star Wars pinball okay, and, they've been doing yeah, that yeah and I was like oh no yeah. not the fucking hallowed ground of fucking Star Wars merchandise which yeah. has never been shat all over and like I linked to like never just, once in just the last some of the like years. fucking Star Wars brand bait and tackle for fishing like and all that <laughs> yeah. stuff it's not like it's was, fu- they had fucking like Jedi-O's yeah, <laughs> like at one point, this, like fucking Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah, right. Like that's kind of that trumps everything. So yeah, right? it just yeah. was like a well, fucking yes and no. I mean, come on, that was still back with the original actors, but it was and still it was like, just an like, a, like a train wreck, yeah. right? Which yeah. is, I'm like, yeah, because they fucking took the franchise so fucking seriously in yeah. the first place. Yeah. No, they never did. I'm like, this is potentially providing the opportunity for like cool creative people to get their hands into the Star Wars universe and the way yeah. that they've been doing so relatively successfully with the books and it, the video games it, it's and It's not just a little else. like, ooh, like we have this little chance to fucking get into it. It's a $4 billion investment. Yeah. They're going to try and dredge much more than $4 billion out of this thing and I'm quite sure that they're going to pull it off. Like, 
fucking how, what was the sum total of fucking Marvel the Avengers? It was something like three billion dollars they made with that movie. And well, so isn't it all time? I think it might be all time. Grossest like selling and movie. If they can do like even a third of that and start reboot this franchise in the film world, they're going to guarantee themselves much more than four billion dollars. So it's going to be the best minds at fucking Disney to to try and do this thing. Hopefully. Well, and they threw how like you know nobody knows how much, but they threw fucking buckets and trucks full of money at J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Originally, like, nope, not interested. I just want to see the movie, whatever it is, when it comes out. <laughs> and then they're like. Nope, having a beep, beep, yeah, beep yeah, yeah, yeah. as the trucks back. I up. feel I feel a little awkward about that because I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but I'm also a huge Star Trek fan. And much like Metallica fans liking Megadeth, that's not usually heard of much in the geek world. I don't think that matters anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think that mattered a little more when you were younger. Like Maybe. I used to, I used to always like watch Star Trek and like love yeah, Star Wars. Same here. <laughs> that's how I learned to speak English. Star Trek? Star Trek. I was watching Next Gen and um, an original series back to back with my dad when I was a kid, and that's wow. how I learned to speak English. Picard style. Adorable. It's kind of funny because it was more like a Picard versus Kirk thing than it was. Yeah, I always yeah. thought there was more. I thought there was more animosity between Star Trek people. Star Trek fans and <laughs> yeah. Star Trek fans than there was between like Star Trek fans and Star Wars fans because Star Wars was obviously better. There was laser swords. Yeah, yeah I remember a lot of people <laughs> were pushing the whole bald is sexy thing, and I was like, just not even a question. Picard is sexy regardless. Yeah, but Kirk got laid so... Gay as the sky is blue. Yeah, but he's yeah. not... Ooh. Picard? Yes. No, he's not. So gay. He dates 20-year-old ladies. So gay. He's 70. Are you saying that he's never done it with fucking... What's his name? Those old gay people? George Takai? Yeah. George Takai and Picard? They pull out. What? George Takai You're just making up little fantasy. This is like fanfic. Is one of them an Ooh. ocelot in your vision of this? <laughs> exactly. Ocelot? Well, the spirit yeah. animal is an ocelot. Like, a, of like course, an animorph. Ocelot Captain Kirk with a fucking... Yeah, no, okay, listen. It's yeah. Ocelot Captain Picard right. and a tiger shark who is George Takai. Uh-huh. And of course, like, it's their spirit animal, so they're fucking the Ocelot and the tiger shark yeah. while Picard and Takai are fucking. But it's not like they're fucking like, transforming into anything. It's just you have to describe... Rule 34. The, Rule 34. You have to describe the communion between Sulu and Picard uh-huh. in their spirit journal. Oh, wait, well. and they're both pregnant. And they're both pregnant. Lactating. Have you guys yeah. been writing fanfic while I wasn't looking? <laughs> oh, man, this is off the top of my head, but it, it's based vaguely on. Also, like, we should be fucking like the worst. <laughs> I, I have something to confess. Back in my fanfic days, I, I looked up, I looked up Spock and Kirk fanfic. Uh huh. Was it Did as you... glorious as you imagined? I didn't find much. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's all about yeah, Harry so Potter. I. Seriously. They're crack. Crack had the list of like the fucking most horrendously epic fanfics that like I've ever been like spawned on the internet uh-huh. and number one like, i can't remember any of the others but number one is like a fucking like two thousand page like monstrosity uh-huh. where jason fox from the lovable foxtrot comics oh my god in the newspaper yeah is grown up and works at the stargate labs uh-huh. on stargate and then okay. has like goes to another universe and then has gay relations with fucking everybody well, you know, he does have a vague resemblance to James Spader, so I can see that happening. But still, like, you're like, just, and like, they're like, there's so much of it. Like, there's <laughs> it just, just this guy just keeps on. writing on and on and has, yeah. like, fucking, like, story arcs and, like, callbacks and whatever, and it's just, like, fucking in love with the idea that Jason Fox grows up to work at the Stargate Lab and fuck everything that moves that's a dude. That so, is messed up. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, what the fuck? I never really got into fanfic that much. Yeah, me neither. I, I do remember, this is 
masturbation stories. Oh, boy. I remember being, like, a teenager and being, like, incredibly frustrated with uh, internet download speeds where, like, videos were certainly not really an option. Let's download a picture of Gillian Anderson. All right, let's come back in four hours. I hate to tell you the porn I started out on (laughs) the fucking... Yeah, 2400 baud modem a- days. ASCCI, ASCCI, ASCII. ASCII, yeah. ASCII, there you go. Oh, but, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so oftentimes it would be a lot more like fucking, like a better use of my time to just like read erotica online. Where oh, my just, God. Totally, dude. Yeah, totally, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> where you're just sort of like, I feel that's an experience the kids these days will never have is being like, do you know what it's like to fucking jerk off? while you're reading <laughs> and like and if you stop reading your stimulus basically stops because there's nothing else going on or, or or downloading ascii porn where it's not downloading fast enough to download like a screen at a time so you gotta like watch the bars like as it downloads across the screen and you're like haha this oh yeah i'm gonna see a boob real soon but it's gonna be an ascii boob that won't download fast enough oh lordy fucking problems i didn't have that um same well, you missed out, baby. You missed yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I remember a little bit of fan fiction yeah. kind of stuff. I think that the what I've what I read the most of, mm-hmm. I think, would probably be like anime fan fiction. Huh. I guess the BBSs that I got to had like were like actual like legitimate erotica. That so just like, sort of like like Harold thought of Gwyneth as something. Maybe like, not not like in the like cheesy girly erotica sense more just like people telling stories about their lives of fucked up sex experiences okay so like, like penthouse like stories or whatever yeah, more like penthouse stories sure 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 okay. yeah. I remember reading those those were funny don't we all anyway we didn't actually really talk about the J.J. Abrams Star Wars thing last week somehow yeah. which was sort of crazy uh-huh. it's been didn't. blowing up everywhere man. it has been blowing up everywhere and everyone's fucking outrage and hallelujah is all over the place yeah and I find that the outrage is just dumb yeah <laughs> it's gonna again make... Disney it, this is a $4 billion bet on this. There is no way they are going to let some idiot in charge yeah. of this. And they're going to have hundreds of people sitting in the background being like, hey, how do we not piss off the fans? How do we make this exciting enough to bring in new people? How do we... Whatever. The best minds in the film industry that are not like film artists that are like in the production side are all bought out yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's the same, the same thing too where it's like, even just like the writer. Like, I will, the writer is not necessarily, I think... Yeah, he has a kind of weird track record well he wrote toy story 3 which was i mean it was a kid's film but like a very good one like it was like a really i haven't seen it but i hear it was really kind of a tearjerker yeah it was really it's it's depressing as shit because it's literally everybody wants that for their children i can see how that was a huge hit what it's sad. I, no, I don't but know. Wasn't it sort of built like geared for kids who grew up on Toy Story yeah, one and two yeah, 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 as yeah, they're like, getting to be teenagers and like giving them an end to the like a lot of the a lot of the thing is is what the fuck happens to you? I mean, like they they set themselves up for a tragic story when they were like these toys are alive and they're beloved by children, He's and so then you're kid. like that kid gets older. What happens to your toys? They go in a fucking box. All right. And they stay in the fucking cupboard. This is why I can't throw out my toys. This is why I have yeah. toys from when I was like, I had meningitis in the hospital and I was like six years old and my uncle gave me a teddy bear. I still have that teddy bear. Sick. I can't throw it out because I'd be sad. I guess that's what it's like when you have feelings. Yeah. <laughs> it I, sucks. I have like one or two childhood toys that like sort of stuck around. Nope. I know, but you don't really have many physical possessions, like in general. That's true. 
But yeah, yeah. So like that's the story of Toy Story three, and, and like in that way, I thought it was like masterfully handled, where it was just sort of like a movie that kids can kind of get in, and obviously, inevitably, like spoiler alert, there's a happy ending because it's a fucking Disney kids movie, like mm-hmm. you know. But like, there's some fucking weird heart wrenching shit that kind of like goes on throughout that process, which I, I didn't think was a badly written movie. He also wrote uh, Little Miss Sunshine, mm-hmm. which was again not at all Star Wars, but was a fucking I really heard really good movie. About that. And whereas people are just sort of like, Star Trek. The guy, you know who wrote Star Trek? The same writing duo that wrote Transformers 2 and Transformers 3. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I was bad. like, you know what? Fucking J.J. Abrams got a script written by Transformers guys yeah. and made a pretty good movie out of it. Like, wow. This, uh, I think it's Michael Michael Arndt, I think, yeah. who wrote, yeah. uh, who's, who's going to be writing the new Star Wars. Like, a fucking accomplished Academy Award winning writer, mm-hmm. sort of like with a varied past, presumably like Star Wars. I mean, it is making a big leap, but like, again, I don't, th- I feel that with Disney's track record, they're not putting people in charge of Star Wars that would hate Star Wars kind of thing. You know, I mean, I think that, like, like, again, they have, they have the record now of having done this with Pixar and with Marvel, where they pick up existing franchises and do them justice. And don't fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really excited. Even, yeah. e- even I'm excited about both things, JJ and Disney. I'm really yeah. fucking excited. Even like mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean. They fucking took a ride and made a bunch of fun movies about it. Totally. <laughs> and, and like, they, they did exactly what you wanted out of those Pirates of the Caribbean movies. The guy they also did Muppets. Swords, they resurrected Muppets, too. Which apparently was a triumph. I Muppets didn't, I didn't see it. It was fucking good. So I really good. liked it. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the new Muppets movie was really good. They got Jason Siegel to write it, and fucking... Right. The music was with uh, Brett from... Uh, all the music was written by Brett from Friday the Concords. Like, yeah. fucking... Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other guy... Okay, from, so they got the right people involved. The that other explains guy, a lot about the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The other guy from Flight of the Concords, not uh, not Jermaine, but, you know, in the show, the weird... Uh, the guy who's like, all right, band meeting, like their supposed manager. Mm. Remember the show? Nope, but okay. Never watched the show. I just saw a few things. I saw a few episodes. I didn't... I yeah, just saw yeah. clips on YouTube, like, yeah. you know, uh, something to George, the racist dragon is my favorite. Albie. Albie, thank you. not so racist anymore, dragon. dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 and David Bowie. This is Bowie <laughs> in space. Hey, how, Bowie, are you? Out how far out are you? I'm pretty far out. That's, That's really far, far out, man. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Disney generally, like, Puts people on projects. Well, that here's a better question: Have they fucked anything up? Like, think of Disney. Disney owned franchises in the last like decade. I can't think of something that's been like a, like a tragic. Everybody's aware of it. Flop. I mean, like Alice in Wonderland was sort of shitty, but that made a billion dollars. So it was super shitty, but it made a billion dollars. <laughs> you know so what? I enjoyed it. Somebody somewhere did that, right? Tron. I, I like the Tron reboot. Yeah, I did like the Tron reboot. Uh, but back to Alice in Wonderland, I liked it. I I liked most of it except for the whole thing that they did with the Mad Hatter. I just hated the end. The stupid dance. I don't, also don't like that the Mad Hatter was the hero, because the Mad Hatter is just a general fuck around in the books. And he doesn't get like that much play. Right? It was cool to see him get a bigger role, but I found they gave him way too much. Well, even, even if it's a bigger role, I don't think making him like, the hero of the world is fucking like... It's not kind of like what... It's a bit of a stretch. Oh, somebody involved had no, a hard-on for Mr. No, no, Depp. No. The, the, the movie, like, heavily implies that, like, he orchestrated the whole thing to fucking save the world, and he said what had to be said, and did what had to be done, and got the sword to her, and na 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 And I'm like, Mad Hatter at best is Lando Calrissian. 
Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like would, would I mind a Lando Calrissian movie? No, I'd be like, fucking cool, fucking winning at cards and somehow winning Watching a... Billy D. Williams do anything for an hour and a half. <laughs> no, you're Probably like... <laughs> involving malt beverages. Exactly, like, winning, like, fucking flying around with adventures with the Millennium Falcon and, like, yeah. whatever. You know, I actually met him. Really? I met Billy D at the at uh, Comic Con San San Diego. Was he nice? In two th- yeah, he's super nice. He was I all re- smiles and just chatting with people. I really when he was at Fan Expo one year and I didn't get around to it, but I really and I even bought a bottle of Colt forty five. Oh I my really, God. really, a really signed really Billy wanted D. a signed <laughs> bottle of Colt forty five by Billy D. Williams. Amazing. <laughs> he was, was super cool. He was sitting right next to what's the the guy who played uh, Chewbacca? Mm. I uh, Chewbacca. Name. Thank you. Yes, him. Yeah. Uh, he was there, and as was Ray Park, but Ray Park was out getting coffee when I showed up, so huh. I got to meet Chewbacca and fucking Billy I was so excited. But yeah, Mad Hatter. Yeah, too big a role. It's too, okay. too, too, too fucking focus on it. Yeah, but Tron, the Tron reboot, Tron reboot didn't even do that well. No. I mean, it, it made its money back, and it, they're like, they're still making a second one, right? Like Again, when you think about this, this, this whole, like, creative output... Just in terms of trying to get the right people involved, they got fucking Daft Punk to do mm. the, the music. Like, like in terms of like knowing enough to put the right people behind elements I of mean, the like film. Every failure of Holy Tron, shit. you can basically watch it as a weird d- Daft Punk music video. It's even entertaining just as that. Like, <laughs> like, you can't lose with that. Daft seriously. Punk scored a movie. Yep, they're making a new album. Yep. Speaking of. Yep, that's also big news. Yeah, the but they're not. Did they put the first track it. out yet? Are they? Something. I, I feel really like know. I heard a clip that was like saying this is going to be the next Daft Punk sound. It's very mm-hmm. exciting. Really? Yep. I really liked. Um, I don't remember the name of the album, but they made an animated film out of it with Leiji Matsumoto. I believe yep. the album is Homework with like one more time on it and all that stuff. Uh, no, Homework was the original one. Stronger, that one is faster. That one is the self-titled album, Daft Punk. Homework was the the first one that had. Um, Around the world and uh, whatever Daft Funk. Look this up. Oh, I'm so right, dude. I know, oh, I believe you, but I, I want to know actually. Just all look up of the it. soundtrack to Interstellar 55. That's what 55. it was, Interstellar yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. But that was just like the songs that out of that album that did get a video. Oh, that's fantastic. No, no, no. They they the, they made a whole movie. Yeah, every single track of that album song connects him. Like a fucking hour long film. Is great, man. I, I think musically, it, I don't think it gets better than they're alive. 2009 or something. They have this live disc. 2007. They did two, actually. They released another one. No, they did the 2009 Encore, which is just like, Ooh. was when they the, when they toured alive again, yeah. they had like a whole like new 15-minute Encore. I okay. Think. I think that, I, if I'm, I might be mistaken, but yeah, I remember yeah. that like... Well, anyway, that alive disc, holy sweet fuck, is it amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wah! You've Sophie? Where it's like Daft Punk mashed up on top of Daft Punk. It's like three Daft Punk songs happening at the same time, layered in over on top of each other. It just, like, never stops. I don't know if I could handle that. Oh, my God. It's so good. But they, uh, they know what they're doing, so yeah. none of it's, like, a mess. Yeah. You're, like... And you're the weirdest part about it is that when you're, like... When you're listening to the songs now without Alive, you're sort of like, and now Robot Rock happens. And then yeah. you're like, oh. Oh, I guess... No, oh, no, but I really doesn't. would like to hear some robot rock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that, like, because they just like the, the songs, like they like flow the songs in and out of each so other, well. like so, like masterfully. Like, okay, you need you need to link me some of that because mm. that sounds really fun. Super good. <laughs> I like that funk. I, so, I really Interstellar five 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 five. Yep. The five Tory of the five Egret five Tar five Istum. See, they replaced all the S's with fives. I see. And seventy minutes, and it's off of. The album Discovery. Ah, third one. 
So there you go. So it's the third album, not the, the self-titled in between homework and discovery. I right. think it's the self-titled. It's kind of fantastic. They did a really good job with it. Oh, yeah, and it's fucking super fun music. Mm-hmm. Because Daft Punk makes yeah. super fun music. That they do. Daft Punk is the best fucking band. <laughs> yeah, I missed the spot there. Oh, Daft Punk is awesome. Were you making a callback to the uh, King Missile song? Martin Scorsese makes the best fucking yeah, films. Yeah, yeah. He Martin makes Scorsese. the best fucking films. <laughs> he makes the best fucking films. If I ever meet him, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab his ear and rip it off his head and throw it like a discus because he makes the best fucking films. <laughs> this is a really good song, King Missile. What? Check that shit out. And it doesn't. Even, <laughs> he doesn't even say the name in the song. He's just like, this one's called Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Interesting. Those were the guys who did Detachable Penis. Yeah. Which you definitely remember. Wait, Keith made me hear that in his car. Probably. You made me listen to a bunch of shit. And my penis was missing again. I woke up this this morning with a bad hangover. And my penis was missing. This happens a lot. It's detachable. Detachable penis. I remember this now vaguely. Like, that that was... uh, The first time I heard that album was... On the buzz. uh, I think even a little bit before the buzz... Mm -hmm. Might have been like in rotation on the buzz and I just hadn't heard it or whatever. Is I bought this album called like Absolute Nineties okay. or whatever, which was like I, I listened to uh, like punk and ska a little bit and never really got that into grunge mm-hmm. like until this point. And like I'm, we're talking like this is probably like I was like thirteen or fourteen or right, something. Right, right, right. Uh, for some reason, was into punk kind of early. I think having a six year older brother, even mm-hmm. though he wasn't really into punk, he just sort of like exposed you. You catch other stuff. My brother was into shitty fucking dance music. Um, early 90s, man. It doesn't get any better than dance music in fucking, the early no, 90s. But there, but like, dance the, makes 95. Yep. But at the same time, like even then, listening to my brother's shitty dance music, like The Prodigy was like, holy fuck, this is amazing. Yeah. Like The Prodigy was the best. Like, heaviness and dance music mm-hmm. at the same time. Just great. Anyway, yeah, so <laughs> Absolute 90s, which I remember it was just sort of like, in terms of like a first album, like sort of like into grunge, it was fucking... Uh, King Missile was on it. I think it was like obviously the obvious like Green Day and stuff. Sure. Uh, Beautiful well, People by Marilyn Manson was on it. You sure this is not Big Shiny Tunes too? Yeah, because that was one that really. Yeah, the Detachable Penis is not on Big Shiny Tunes. Definitely not. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, it wasn't Beautiful People. It wasn't Beautiful People. It's uh, Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams was on that album. Yeah. It was a little, which is a little of the Marilyn Manson, kind of more grungy than a lot of his. It's still industrial. Yeah. But it's like it, it has a bit more place on a like. 90s like meh, noise. Plus, like. it was also from their um, his first album, which was um, "Smells Like Children" or something. Okay. God, am I fucking this up? Pretty sure it was "Smells Like Children," which came out before "Any Cry Superstar." "Any Cry Superstar" was the one with beautiful people and yeah, yeah, yeah. Angel mm-hmm. with the scabbed wings and whatever. Incidentally, that was the first CD I ever bought. I fucking money. still put that in my rotation. I listen really? to fucking "Any Cry Superstar" all the time. It's a great album. I kind of yeah, I don't know. Manson is for me kind of tough to listen to. Played out a little bit. I don't know. I listened to it a few times, but I couldn't get into it. It just hmm. sounds too whiny for me, except for a couple of songs. But they're too few and far between for me to huh. really get into. I don't, saw him live. It was depressing. Really? I don't yeah. remember them all, but he had the best naming convention for the fucking the, the, band. the members of his band that are all a serial killer with a supermodel. Like, supermodel. It's the first Great. name of a serial. Twiggy of a, Ramirez. Twiggy Ramirez is the one I remember. Yeah. But there was like Jaja, whatever. Yeah. And like, like everyone, and there's been like. 30 people that yeah, have been in all this been roster like various, the they all have the same naming convention of like first Fun name fact or... something that actually really interested me is that Twiggy Ramirez when Jason Newstead left Metallica mm-hmm. and they were auditioning for new bases actually went and tried out to join Metallica oh, shit. crazy and I'm like trying to trying to picture this I mean try to picture Twiggy Ramirez 
playing the lineup with Metallica on stage. I just don't. <laughs> that just doesn't work for me. Yeah, but, well, but what's his face is now with Metallica? The guy who fucking... Rob Trujillo. Yeah. However you pronounce that last name. Rob, Rob Trujillo. The guy from the Suicidal Rur- Tendencies who played for Ozzy. Yeah. I, I really... I love the fact that he was like, I'm in Metallica. I have big long dreads. I wear sneakers and fucking like basketball tank top because I was in suicidal tendencies and I'm awesome and they were like that's not how we dress and they were like I'll make the tank top black and like but that's like all he changed about his look was yeah. like whatever of... man he can fucking carry the music oh, he no. plays amazing I'm like not like that. taking away from him but I like the fact that like it would be very easy to join Metallica and wear black pants with a bullet belt you know like it would not be uh... to be w- fair James hasn't worn that bullet belt in a good <laughs> few decades but you know okay fine he retired them with those tight leather pants in the 80s thank goodness but he still wears like slim fitting black pants oh well, that's like... okay that's not so bad yeah but you know what I mean like it would be speaking very... of bullet belts I finished the Lemmy autobiography Lemmy by <gasps> Lemmy you did. I, did I was curious about that and yeah, it was really good I know like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I felt like I really got a way better sense of the dude than from his the movie yeah. Which I guess is not not like that surprising because there's so much more time like given over to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But um, man, he really has a voice, and he's really bitter about everybody fucking being all into Ace of Spades. Holy shit, he mentions it like 50 times in the book. But like, <laughs> guys, that happened in '81. It's fucking past 2000 now. I've made literally the best music of my life in the last few years. Why do people not listen to that and always fucking talk to me about Ace of Kay. Spades? I will. Let me. I know you're a listener. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say that. I think the reason that people go back to Ace of Spades is that a lot of the music that he made really hasn't changed that much since Ace of Spades, which is, like, okay. I yep. kind of like the fact that I can pop in almost any Motorhead album and, like, have an idea of what I'm getting and enjoy it. But Feels like home. Yeah, but I'm just saying, but none of it's that different from Ace of Spades. Like, I don't know. I feel like Orgasmatron I'm... is pretty fucking different from Ace of Spades. Is that a weird love album? What? Like, this is where there's the slower, like, grindier bass lines and all that stuff. Like, well, whatever it is, that one is really fucking good. I don't know. I, I'm not good with playing I don't know albums. enough. I Look, I've honestly never listened to that what much Motorhead. What you do Motorhead, is you download so... the Motorhead discography, and then you'll discover that there's 30 albums of Motorhead. Yeah, there's a shitload. And then yeah. you're going to listen to the best of, which starts off with Ace of Spades. Yeah. You're going to be like, yeah! <laughs> well, I'm done. <laughs> Sorry, Lemmy. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. But like... wasn't it, it was just like stepping into his brain. I fucking loved it. Yeah, like it, it, he really like found his voice. And you always wonder what those like rock and roll star... You know, written by autobiography of so and so, ghost written with so and so. Like yeah. how much of it is, uh, how much of it is actually them? Like, I maybe not like yeah, last year, but two or three years ago, I read the like Clapton by Eric Clapton, which yeah. was also heavily ghost written by somebody, and was of a, I felt anyway, a much lesser quality for a guitarist who came out of that same era. Mm. Like, Lemmy still seems to have like a little bit more of a head on his shoulders as one of the like. Wait, but Clapton really had like a fucking drug. solid head on his shoulders anyway, right? Like he did a lot more acid and stuff. Lemmy just did uppers. Uh, Lemmy you... says he did a shitload of acid in the book. Yeah, sure he did. I think he's done fucking more drugs than most of these other guys. And... But not heroin. But not heroin. Eric Clapton did heroin, though. Yeah. He did an awful yeah. lot of heroin. Where he was like, was it where he was, on, he was high on heroin and acid? It's like one of the, like, the famous Cream concerts mm-hmm. where, like, the, in interviews with him, he's like, it's like super famous. Like, it's one of the ones that was, like, recorded and, like, one of the best Cream concerts of all yeah. time. And he's like, I have zero recollection of it no idea like yeah. when I watch that video it could be someone else yeah nothing I do not remember being backstage I do not remember performing those songs I don't remember <laughs> singing I don't remember the audience like I could not tell you if it was sunny that day 
Yep. I have zero. And it's like one of the greatest performances of his life. And he's like, nope, it's gone. What was kind of weird that about the book? That performance does not exist he didn't, anymore. He didn't talk quite so much about that girl that like seems to be this dominating theme in the film. Oh, the girl that like, OD'd? The film. Yeah, the girl that OD'd. Like, the book is dedicated to her. And then he mentions, yeah, I was dating this bird so-and-so. And then she died. But and the then, way like, he talks about her, he doesn't talk about her much, but well, the way he yeah. talks about her Will still Smith's makes in me... in Montreal right now, guys. At the hockey game? Yeah, this uh, is at the bus center. They were showing Will Smith. Cool. He was like, well, was... Thanks, Keith. Hey, Will. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yay, Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, but like he, she got like very little time. Whereas in the in the documentary, they really like kept going back to her as being like a defining part of his character. It, I really got that sense from the book, though, and I yeah. haven't seen the the thing that you guys should. keep telling me to go yeah, watch. I read the book. I'm on okay. Netflix. Like I don't. Yes, I know it's on Netflix. You guys keep fucking telling me. <laughs> I read the book. I feel like I've seen enough. I will go see it because I love seeing. Let me talk. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just from that little chapter where he talked about her in the mm-hmm. book. I got that sense where that shit really changed him. The that other one? affected his life. Same kind of deal. The documentary really focused heavily on his Nazi memorabilia well, Not really. There's collection. just like, like 15 minutes or sort of like devoted okay, to it. Okay, so if the movie is one hour it's, and one half long. It's two hours and four and minutes. There's 15 minutes of it, so one-eighth of the film yeah. was dedicated to Nazi stuff. That's the, a lot. Got, yeah, it's yeah. a lot. And the, the book made a mention of it like two or three times where he was like, hey, it's fascinating, and uh, I just yeah. happened to collect something. Well, so yeah. that's what it is. I mean, but there was a couple things in the movie that like... Like, they happened to be with him when he was going to go fucking drive in a tank. Like, you don't not use that footage where he just goes driving in a tank. Like, yeah, that's no, footage to you. And, like, on top of that, too, like, he also fucking showed off a lot. Like, I think, yeah. there's, the, I think there's the difference in the movie is that the movie is very much, like, sort of like a conversation, like an ongoing sort of conversation that Lemmy is having with the director. That's yeah. how the book is. Yeah. yeah the... It literally feels like the guy just held a microphone up to Lemmy yeah. and transcripted it. Yeah. So then when it, there's, like... It's much I, more about the music, though. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but I but I feel that like there's some stuff where it's like in the same way that like when there's a camera around, it might be a little bit different from a dictation. Where it's like there's like some I stuff. I doubt it. I no. think Lemmy is Lemmy wherever the fuck. No, and whatever like like in, his face. like in the movie, there's stuff where he's just like so showing off swords and just talking about them, and it's not. It doesn't look like the director like the director was like probably like do you want to show me your collection? And then Lemmy was just like, sure. Yeah. Here's this sword and it was this thing and then like and here's like they, this was I'm, actually used. I'm yeah. sure there's fucking hours of footage of him just showing off stuff in his house. Yeah. It's like it's a little bit different from like I'm lemming and I'm trying to tell a story so much as you're a guest in my house. Look at my shit. Not yeah. to say that I would he would automatically say look at my shit but being like do you want to tell me about this fucking shit that's giant cluttering your house cuz Lemmy's practically a hoarder. Okay, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to attribute this to the fact that you're German descent. The fact that you're fixating on this. And I'm going to suggest right here that now that John is done with my book, that you should read it. I will. Because then you can actually understand what you're saying, that the book really... I, I really... It really plugged into me when I was watching the documentary. When you see him talking about all this stuff, yeah. it, it's really something you're like, oh shit, this dude has a lifetime of collecting Nazi war memorabilia. That's really fucking weird, you know? It is weird. It's an yeah. odd fucking hobby. And I did get that from the book, but I like that the book focused on more than just that. But but that's what I'm saying because the book is I would say that the, if he went out with the intention of I would like to make a book it's different from a director being like I, I want to show this I up. want to yeah. make a movie about you yeah it's like it's a different thing Lemmy doesn't seem to like really he doesn't give a flying fuck. yeah but like you no know, but like that's what I'm saying it's like a different agenda of like yeah. I'm telling a story versus I'm trying to like find out and every now and then Lemmy's like anyway shut the fucking cameras off me and Dave Grohl are hanging out and then like yeah. that's the end of that scene <laughs> like and that's just over but it's like you when you're watching the movie and you see his house, you're like, how would you not fucking ask about this? 
Like, not just the Nazi memorabilia. You walk the... into a room and there's fucking swastikas covering a wall. Yeah. And then on the other side, there's uh, like a stack of swords. And then the big ones on the side are like, these are the ones that were used in battle. Jeez. And then you go to the other side and there's all the fucking, the PPK, I think it was PPK yeah. guns that like only the Nazis used for the longest time and the British adopted later because the guns were so good. Like, all this stuff. As and then there's the a whole movies? sequence of him going to this like Nazi recreationist thing where they're driving around Nazi tanks in the states that some people have fucking brought over. Like, it's an, it's... It's yeah. not like, yeah, the movie didn't focus on it. It wasn't and an Lemmy hour. Lemmy doesn't it. make a big deal of it. And to him, it's just like, hey, I just like collecting this shit and whatever. I'm like, am I a Nazi? No, that's fucking dumb. I've dated tons of black girls. Like, I'm, I'm not racist, but this is just a fascinating part of history to me. So, is it more like, let me from an outside perspective when you're watching it and when you're reading it, it's more from an yeah. inside perspective. Yeah, totally. Okay, I get it now. Maybe right. the last thing I want to say about this whole the whole book reading thing, which I would recommend if you have even the slightest interest in 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 fucking I totally head, back up that recommendation. Was, um, the, one of the last parts of the book, he's like, listen, a lot of like the metal musician guys from, from the 60s and 70s and 80s when I was like growing up in this, they like, they did what they wanted to with music and then they had their wives, they had their kids, they had their Maseratis and their fucking mansions in LA and then that's the life that they want to and then they go out and they do a show and they're like, man, this, this, this music is great but I can't wait to go back to my fucking Maserati and my wife and my kids. Well, I don't have a wife and kids. I don't have a Maserati. I have a shitty apartment in LA and that's, like, I've stayed with that music and it's, like, ostracized me from the music industry, from all the people who were my friends and from, like, this other life that I could have had. I'm just gonna fucking keep making music until I die. Good for him. And it's like, dang, dude, that's fucking cold. And and at the end, he's like... Movie, the movie ended the same way, right? Exactly the same way. So the, both of them still had the same... The same had the same like, like, conclusion. Well, it's the same yeah. story about the same men. You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's two different, two very yeah. different pictures. So, I, anyway. Really it's almost, too, as though, like... Like, in, in, even in the movie, like, the people yeah. who talked about, like, really, like, hanging out with him and not just, like, fond memories were all younger metalheads, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, Metallica was like, he was the best, whereas, like fucking other bands were like Lemmy's the best yeah. like cause he's just like he's hanging out with the guys that are like still in the phase of their life where they just fucking they're super into metal yeah. super into metal and like just about the music and like don't have a wife and kids and all that shit yeah he's like super whoa he's like super 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 <gasps> holy <God> shit worse <laughs> there's beer everywhere <laughs> lift the cords f- he's like super 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 a fan of Metallica <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep recording yeah, um, just because they're like the only people who've like still credited Motorhead and still like invite him to come out and connect. And he's like, you know, for all we all hate on Lars Ulrich, he like mentions him three times in the book, being like, "Man, Lars has been like a super big Motorhead fan for fucking forever." Yeah, man. he has, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 wicked. I love it's, I love watching all the old like Metallica document. I say old, but they're recent yeah. compared to. But yeah, he he talks about Lemmy. Lemmy's a huge fucking influence for Metallica and most of the bands that yeah, made totally. it big. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, yeah, super fun. I want to reread it actually. <laughs> well, I brought it back so you can pick it up today. Okay. What was the other thing? Oh yeah, the other big one that I checked out was the fucking Netflix series that everybody is talking about, the House of Cards. So well, that's what you guys were telling me about. Yeah, this yeah. is actually super cool. So Netflix um, was forever trying to get HBO content, and everybody wants there to be good HBO content online. Nobody can get it because HBO is a big dick about it. Mm. And so uh, Netflix was like, well, we have fucking $50 million. Why don't we just make a good TV show and put it on Netflix? So that's what they did. And so it's like Kevin Spacey and... Kevin Spacey, really? He's the, the like main guy in it. Um, and, oh God, who's the chick? She has a weird eyes. Do you remember what she was in, Keith? The chick. Oh, she was in this other show that we all saw. 
I can't help you there. That fucking kills me. I'm gonna, it's going to come back to me. But, <laughs> but anyway. Stick so. with the weird eyes. It's not like that. Nah, when you see her, you're going to remember her. <laughs> anyway. How's the cards? It's good. I'm, I'm not like 100% sold. I'm maybe like five episodes in, and it's gotten a little strained. But the early parts of the show were fucking fantastic. It was like... So it's this show about American politics, and it's not about... It is, like, sort of, obviously, about the president and, and the Senate and whatever, but it's more about the guys who are, like, not in the face of the public and the shit that they do in the background manipulating the media and trying to make sure that everything happens the way they want it to. So in that aspect, it's something that, like, hasn't already been done, like, um, the West Wing and whatever. And um, the main character is a fucking dick, like a total asshole. This manipulating. Is Kevin Spacey? This is Kevin Spacey, yeah. yeah. And, like, everybody he's surrounded himself with are just, like, it's it's more important that we get results than whatever, than that we're good people, than that... Wow. Seriously, like, he has... But are they, like, are they trying to, like, do they have a greater good, or do they have, like, a selfish agenda? And they like, are we assholes trying to get... I think it's mostly just a selfish agenda so huh. far. And, um, like, for example, Kevin um, has sex with a whole bunch of other women who are not his wife, and his wife is, like... Okay, great. Did you accomplish your mission with what? Like, is is that girl going to be useful for you? And he was like, "Yep." And they're like, okay, whatever. Well, and, yeah. That's a strange arrangement. Somebody somebody brings it to her at one point in the show and is like, "Aha! I caught him sleeping with so and so." And she was like, "Listen, I didn't marry this guy so that we could be freaking lovey dovey and friends with each other. I married him for power. If he's <laughs> going to do that to bring more power, fucking good." <laughs> That's an interesting like thing. Your dream woman. Sure. No, no, no. But, um, who show good fun? I've actually caught Revenge. I think it's ABC. Okay. Something like that. My mom turned me on to that show. She's all like, "You need to watch this." And I always take what my mom suggests with a grain of salt because sure. she doesn't always and suggest things that I'm into, you know. Yeah. Um, but I gotta hand it to her. This this show's actually really fun. It's bitter. It's dark. And it's vicious in its own way. But it's also heartwarming. And never way. even heard about it. Me neither, but yeah. I am, like, almost done for a season. I actually paid for it and downloaded it on iTunes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't uh, What's the expensive. plot, sort of? Um, it's a girl who is uh, quite young and living alone with her dad, and um, her dad is framed by this uh, rich, powerful American family that he works for, mm -hmm. uh, for an act of terrorism that they do for whatever reason. Okay. And so she is a witness to certain things that could incriminate the, the powerful American family. Mm -hmm. So she gets sent and incarcer incarcerated to um, mental hospital for youths and then, uh, okay. you know, that, that sort of thing and, until she's basically 18 and released to the state and comes into her own fortune and then learns, um, because her warden is sympathetic to her cause and okay. sees that she's an intelli intelligent chick, uh, sends her to this guy who teaches her basically how to infiltrate. It's not the same show I was watching. No, it basically teaches her how to infiltrate and and destroy people. I watched like the first eight episodes of it from the inside. <laughs> this well, has you nothing to do with. No, no, it's not the warden. It's the fucking the it's the hacker kid. The hacker kid that the a, hacker kid is around and he helps her. He gives her all the money. No. Then he picked her up at the prison. He did. And then was like, "Here's all the money that your dad gave." that like was mine but like your dad was important into it's it it's her inheritance yeah yeah exactly but that she wasn't technically entitled to because her dad was a fucking he didn't teach her shit he gave her money and said I'm your friend now and that's okay. pretty much what he is throughout the series and he's awesome he's a wicked character 
But that's not the plot okay. of the fucking story. Okay, no, no, no. And that's, that's fair. I was just saying, I was like, that's not how she... I thought that you said that the warden gave her the money, and I was like, what? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the warden pointed her towards a certain direction where she learned all these skills, mm. how to take down people from the inside that were implicated in this whole plot to, you know... And her dad is now dead. He was murdered in prison because he's, like, labeled it as huge American, anti-American traitor terrorist or whatever, yeah. traitor. Yeah. yeah. So she's just po- posing as this other person, and she's destroying everybody. I wrote down a few things, Keith, cool. but, yeah. I know. I just it. wanted to make sure. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah. I mm-hmm. could not get past the first couple episodes of that show. I thought I it was like too... It. I am not... I didn't even mind it that much. I didn't mind the characters that much. I mean, a lot of the... The fucking weird romance and shit fucking bothered the piss out of me. Like, fucking the guy that looked like Mac from Always Sunny, who was like, oh, I'm gonna date you and I love you. She's like, I'm gonna ruin your life anyway because I, you're the daughter or the son of the people I hate. Yeah, but she doesn't hate him. That's the thing. Yeah, but... Because yeah. he wasn't involved. He was just a fucking kid at the time. Yeah, but she's still gonna use him to destroy the people that she hates. Yeah, but you... Isn't that the you plot of the show? Yes. A little bit, yeah. yeah. She destroys... And it's interesting to see how she destroys the people. Because she doesn't just destroy the career. She destroys their entire life. Like, mm-hmm. these people will not step out in public again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of neat to see that. It's it's imaginative. It's original. I like the characters. They're kind of neat. Bit of vengeance porn. Yeah. Yeah. Totally vengeance porn. Yeah. The, the thing... Exactly. And, like, that's... I think that's what detracts about it. Because it's just sort of like, Villain of the week! <laughs> now I got you! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much so. Just sort of like, This person who hasn't been introduced before... Turns out was the accountant of the evil company. It's not as fucking campy as you make it sound, though, because oh everything God. just kind of adds to the whole plot of it and develops even more. Everything's tied yeah. in and not gratuitous kind of free characters. It's not. Know? It's not the characters come out of nowhere. That's fine, but it's literally like at least at the stage that I was watch- watching, it was like I think I maybe got like six, seven or eight episodes in, and it was literally like she more or less took down someone every episode. And you're sort of like, it's this adventure of fucking revenge Batman. Like, and she and she's got another one. And then on top of that, too, the episode, I think, where I, like, fucking really got fed up with mm. was the episode where they were just sort of like, what did you do? And it's like, I hacked it. And that was the explanation for how they fucking shut down a company. Was, like, when they falsified the data and the, the trading or whatever else like that, was just sort of like, and also she's a hacker. And it took her five seconds to fucking completely compromise the database of a Wall Street trading company. Uh, that's not exactly thing. how it happened, but yeah, I can see why you didn't like it. She like, but she sits down while the guy's looking away and is like, clickety clickety click on like the computer, and you're like, okay. No, yeah. actually, she just lied about a tip that she got about. No, she lied about guy. a tip, and that's why they traded poorly. But she yeah. got their information in five seconds, going clickety click on the fucking thing. She learned. That's what she learned. She's a yeah, spy but... infiltration person. There's time. Anyway. But do you see what I mean? Where it's just sort of like, yeah, she lied about a tip, which made everybody invest wrong, and that's how, what actually like was the like the that's big hammer. Show. Okay. I like it. Anyway, <laughs> differences of opinion are what make us people. Anyway, mm-hmm. it smells like fucking beer in here. Also, Scott's not here. We haven't mentioned that today. Whatever. I think the listeners noticed they just spent fucking forty-five minutes listening to us without Scott. They're like, man, I wonder. Scott's just really quiet. Well, he could have been eating. What is it, like a poutine with sausages? <laughs> like that one time. Many sausages in that poutine. Yeah, I'm sorry, it smells like beer. I'm going to pass them off when we're done. Yeah. I spilled a whole beer, guys. I sure did. Trying to ring the bell? Just trying to ring the bell. Man, fucked it, was, it up. I really fucked it up. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, it's not It's not a bad show. Certainly of the, like, fucking major network drama things, mm-hmm. I'd say it's, like, better than a lot of them. Okay. But I did not... It did not... Click. It did not grip me. Sarah... So it did with Sarah. Sarah fucking... 
loved it and was yeah. like, watch it, watch it, watch it. And I was like, when I went traveling back in October, I was like, okay. I'll say this for it. It stands up to me a lot more than Arrow does. And Scott really pushed me on Arrow and gave me a few. I watched the first four. I thought it was all right. Um, made my brother watch it. He was like, this is so campy. But now my brother is like, oh, my God, you need to see this episode. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. I, and I'm not so much sold on it. It stands up a little more realistic to me than, than the push drama that they do in, in the Arrow and other stuff. Still haven't checked out Arrow. I haven't checked yeah. out Arrow at all. Yeah. Like, and that's the other thing, too, is that there's a second season of Revenge, and yeah. I was like... I'm not in there yet. I was like, I know I haven't watched that at all either, but I'm sort of like, how many how many people is she going to take down? If she's taking them down at a rate of one a week, and she mm-hmm. <laughs> No, it changes up. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it fucking, I'm sure it has to, otherwise you'd just be like, it'd be like villain of the week, fucking stupidity. Mm-hmm. All right. What are you tracked out, Keith? Uh... I started playing a game that I really, really had the intentions of playing, uh-huh. which is the the Guardians of Middle Earth. It's free okay. right now on PlayStation Plus. Yep. And I, I can only imagine that they're gonna go free to play. It seems to have the exact same fucking pricing structure as uh, LOL. Okay. Where it's like the game is free, and then you have like, well, not to say the exact same, because in LOL you said there's like rotating champs because there's like a million, but this game's kind of new. I think it came out in December. 109 or 110 champions, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's always like seven that are free to play. Yeah, 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 I think this is like you have, it's the core set of champs are free. Okay. And then there's like, right now they're selling a thing, you can buy some, the champs that have come out, mm-hmm. which I mean, also is kind of cool is that there's at least some degree of support behind this. So there's been like a champ a week since December. Yep. Uh, oh, wow. Huh? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, well, because they're, they're probably trying to like, ramp up to a number like 40 or 50 to like right, right. at least <clears throat> if they're gonna be even remotely taken seriously in lol world right yeah it's, just, it's like you can't like 20 champs doesn't fly it, well it's a pretty heavy heavily populated video game space right now right because there's dota 2 yeah but consoles can't really support the same level of play that you can but with. like for sure for sure but I will say that, at least, I have not actually played it, okay. but just from the images I've seen from the map and whatever, yeah. it's sort of, what it looks like, is, like, one, almost like one lane and two jungles. Okay. that's sort of, like, so, like, a slightly kind of, like, like, m- more, like, mid, like, like, jungling, I guess, like, where it's just sort of, like, there's the main lane where that's, like, the main battle goes, yeah. and the champs need to, like, fucking, like, flip in and out of the two areas above and below. I might be off my fucking rocker, right. but from what I've seen of the map, I don't see multiple lanes the way there is in LoL. Okay. So Do, do you know what the game is like in, 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 like, a regular match? It's three on three or five on five or what? I think it's five on five. Hmm. So, I think I... Yeah, from, I guess you probably have, like, one dude who just stays main all the time, and then if you have, like, two jungling top and two jungling bottom, if you're trying to, like... Hmm affect gameplay. Interesting. Like I said, I don't... Haven't played it yet. Could so. be completely wrong. It's just that the map did not look to have three lanes that the way yeah. LOL and Dota do. So they sort of like... And I will say that having played the training and stuff, mm-hmm. the they seem to have adapted like a fairly complex control scheme yep. to the controller kind of well. Yeah, so, I can't I can't imagine playing League with a, with a controller. It, it would just... You need to do so much so quickly. Yeah, but if but if, like every, but, wow with the but if everybody's doing it on the console, yeah, 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 yeah. it'd be yeah, like it'd be just crazy talk. Like what? I remember <laughs> set, setting up when I was doing raiding. You'd have like like fifteen or thirty easy hotkeys for all your spells and whatever, so you could be properly 
set up. properly set up, and then you'd have all these mods on your screen. So like you'd see like a one inch by one inch cube that would be the actual visible terrain, and the rest would be <laughs> graphs and bars and like flow charts of incoming damage and aggro meters and fucking. I'm minimalist. I'm a minimalist. Sorry, when it comes to add-ons, so I don't. I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't get that. There was a time. I needed all that shit. No, I mean people still do that. I know people who have like thirty fucking thirty-five add-ons. I'm like I yeah. have eight. <laughs> well, what's weird is that like you customize it so that you have as little as possible on the screen when you're not raiding. But then when you do raid, all that space becomes so important for you to fucking have your graphs. You gotta see. I, yeah. I don't. I don't mind the graphs so much. I just need my healing add-on. I need my my UI. Yep. Yep. So yeah. it was different in the forty man days too, like that. Whatever. <laughs> when was the last thing you wrote down, Sophie? Daft Punk. I wrote down Daft Punk also. We talked yeah. a lot about that. We guys kind of fucked up. <laughs> what? I don't even have a pen and paper in front of me. That's yeah. okay. No, but I, I saw just... you were writing, and I was like, I don't like Yeah, but I assume that you started writing when I started cleaning up the beer. Nope. Made a mistake, guys. <laughs> anyway, whatever. We talk about revenge. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's Guardians of Middle Earth. They, okay. I'll definitely, I really intend on giving it a better shot. I'll probably have more to talk about next week. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'll give it, it's kind of, kind of seems like they didn't like dumb it down to the like level that Awesome Nods did. Yeah. But it looks like they It was still fun, but just didn't have a lot of longevity to it. Like Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's it, like I said, I think I think there's like a batch of champs first of all and there's been like a couple released and you can do this thing where you buy like a season pass okay. where you get all the champs that come out that are and also the ones that are like coming out. Hmm. Which is kind of kind of neat. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. So I was playing Psychonauts. I was like, awesome nuts. No. Oh, Psychonauts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, for the first time? Not for the first time. I played it... Um, Which one is that? The one where you use words to do things? This is the Tim Schafer masterpiece. That's Scribblenauts, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the Tim Schafer, like, fucking... I made video games fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, and oh my god, like, I can't even, like... Uh, I also really, really enjoyed Brutal Legend, which he made, which is yep. a very, very similar sort of... I'd like, like to play that. I never got to. Damn, you need to get a PS3 or something. Uh, it's money. Plus the PS4 is coming out real soon. What? That's also been a pretty big announcement. They're yeah, but there's like, no actual details on it, so it's coming is basically all we, can, all we have to contribute. Yeah, which, <laughs> which everybody people. knew. Yeah. I didn't know. It's, it's called just... the Omni. Yep. They're... What? It's called the PS Omni. That's stupid. Well, no, it's all the PSs. I don't know. Which would be kind of cool if it was actually fully backwards compatible to everything. Yeah. Because well, like, the 3 is backwards compatible... So the early three was backwards compatible to the two and the one, and even current ones are at least backwards compatible to the one. I still have my PS One, yeah. and I started playing uh, FF Seven again. The well, other day. this is this is going to be big, right? The uh, the gearbox, which I think is what they're calling it now, the like uh, the, the the Steam thing that they're putting out is going to be the f- next gigantic contender in the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. the market. And they're talking about making it like this cube that has little panels on the side that it's like now it's time to upgrade my video card. You just like open the panel, pull it out, throw it out, get the next one, which is going to be whatever 20 bucks or 30 bucks you're always going to have the maximum you're always going to be able to play you're never going to have to replace it you just replace individual components and then that's steam that's going to be steam right which is right now valve's machine valve's machine and honestly if they can get the whole library of fucking steam onto a console which is virtually every triple a title ends up there anyway these days Mm -hmm. it's uh going to be huge and then um, PlayStation says, if I remember correctly, they're not going to announce what the specs are or any details until Microsoft has announced theirs. Yeah. So what? they're just going to wait for Microsoft and then put out a better system right after. 
And like the big the big detractors from the PS3 were the fucking like the the online stuff wasn't that great, and they've yeah. blown Microsoft's live shit out of the water with the PlayStation Plus and yeah. um, voice, which apparently they're putting a whole module into the Omni just to handle voice. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be exciting. In the next next two or three years, we're going to see a huge war between all these companies, and the only people who are going to win are going to be us. Yeah, that's true. The gamers. PC gamers. Well, everybody. <laughs> if, if even, fucking, even like everyone yeah. like, and that was the, that was the big thing about the PlayStation Plus yeah. model was they were just sort of like people are used to free games, so we made the subscription service like because of like stealing them on the yeah. internet, yeah. and they were just sort of like we made a subscription service and we just give you fucking games, yeah, and we're making all this money. And, and, you're and it's like, and it's so cheap because yeah. it becomes like three dollars a fucking month. Yeah, and you usually like get at least one AAA and older, admittedly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but I think that's just sort of like that's always going to be the case. I mean, like if you want brand new AAA games, you're basically stealing them anyway. Yeah, if you're getting them for like super cheap, like Steam sales and stuff, or happen on six month old games, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So you're getting these games that are on that are fucking cheaper than all that shit. Like even NHL 13, like two months after it was coming out, was. I think thirty bucks or twenty bucks on PlayStation Plus right. or whatever, which is still like still selling for sixty in the stores, you know. So you're like, it's the equivalent of a Steam sale. Is you just need to subscribe to the service and you get a bunch of free games. And the, the big one that people haven't really talked about yet is that if you unsubscribe from Plus, you lose access to all the Plus stuff that you got, except for stuff oh. that you paid any money for. Really? Yeah. yeah. If you if they charged you a dollar for it, it's yours, and you unsubscribe, you keep it. Okay. So if you get something on sale, like it's happened to me when my membership lapsed, I didn't yeah. have it on auto renew. I was like, what the what? But like, all the stuff you paid a little bit. For even it. if you yeah. paid a fucking like, which is like almost an incentive for them to make it free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> you know, so it's like to keep you to keep you going. But it's yeah. like you know, like oh shit, I like I need to. If I got this game for free. I need to fucking stay subscribed. But yeah, yeah like the stuff I paid like a dollar for. Stays. Stays. Okay. So, oh, that's good. That's yeah. at least legit. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's legit either way. It's a great model. Like yeah. this this whole PlayStation Plus is fucking smart. It makes yeah. you want to pay for it and it's totally worth it when you do and it there's good incentive to keep it going. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have the money or motivation to keep up with that shit. No. The thing is it's like four dollars a month or five dollars a month and you get triple A titles every couple of weeks, you get free games, brand new free games all the fucking time. It's way more than you in can. A console. Yeah. Yes. yes but sir. Like yeah, I, have, PS3 is a good with, machine. With a year of being subscribed to it, I have more games than I can fucking play. Yeah. I'm more like the old shoe girl. Like even if I have like three new pairs of boots, I like the ones that have a hole in it because they're so perfect and comfortable. It's true. So, if but you're old shoe girl. Here's this thing though that happens is then they do like classic releases where they're like, "Hey, remember Psychonauts on the PS2? Yeah. Also free this week." And you're like, "Yeah." Or hey, remember Altered Beast from when you were fucking twelve? Yeah, I free. Do free. I don't. I never played or, any games. Or whatever. Genesis. <laughs> Yeah. Comic Zone from the Genesis. Anyway, Psychonauts though. Yeah. Fucking other than graphics, which are obviously dated, their PS2 graphics. Yeah. Is perfect. Yeah. Like it's just it's still like I'm like this game is so much fun. Like it's just cool. You run around, you collect shit, you're doing things. It's like just this total like engaging experience that I think all the Tim Schafer games sort of like have where they don't where they don't differentiate between like level and town. And I guess like if you think of like in terms of like game layout layout sure where it's like yes you can go into a level and this is clearly a level where you're fucking you need to fight people and you need to do whatever but then the exact same control scheme happens in town you know so you can still like run and slide and glide all over and like use all your moves just navigating town which a lot of games don't really not the, not the I way I, like, like, I'm thinking of like Zelda is like but then like 2D platform or, or 3D platformers like okay. a platforming game you usually don't get your platforming 
stuff. And then when you're in town, there's other shit to do. Everybody yeah. you can talk to. Yeah. And they're like, they're funny. Like, and they're like, well Characters are fantastic. Yeah. Characters are well written. There's like stuff to collect and whatever in every zone. Like, there's just kind of like a multitude of shit to do. Mm-hmm. Which I think is just sort of like, it's not always like single-minded of like, go to this and do the next level. You can just like run around the camp and yeah. like fucking still be like accomplishing things and then like, the, the incentive to run around the camp isn't just to talk to everybody. You can pick items up. I don't know. It's like it's funny. I, I wasn't that grabbed by Psychonauts. I don't know if I was just in like the wrong state of mind when I did buy it that I just like didn't it, play it. This was really in the last two or three years that I picked it up. Is that the so. game that you have on your thing where it's all very colorful and you play things on different levels? This is a very vague description. I know. Yeah, yeah. The thing on your I'm thing. Sorry. There's a thing on your <laughs> thing where there's colorful. colors. It's really colorful, and it was like, oh. Use your there's words. bases. And you blow up stuff, and sometimes you heal things, and then you go back to... St- Psychonauts? Uh, just... Oh, oh, Awesome Knots? Are you thinking of Awesome Knots? Yes, just thinking of Awesome maybe. Knots. It's you all Knots awesome shit. Knots. I have no idea. There's I'm... too many things in Knots, I'll give you that. Yeah. Scribble Knots, Awesome Knots, and Psychonauts? Oh, geez, three? Yeah. What are we going to do now? Astronauts? That's, I'm like, what? Cosmonauts? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anywho, th- I was ragging on you guys. I'm sorry to cut you in, but I was ragging on you guys, turning on the hockey in the background, even without sound, and uh-huh. I was going to yell at you for being distracted, and I'm the one who got distracted. It was like a fight. Keith knocked over an entire goddamn beer trying to ring the bell when they scored. So like, it's true. This yeah. is true. I yeah. blame myself. Yeah. But, I got but now we've revealed to the listeners why the bells get rung. That's Fucking true. fail on you, John. What are you talking about? You wanted to keep that a mystery? Well, I wanted someone to ask. Why? Holy shit, nobody listens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Holy shit, did you see my comment on last week's 90s? No. January 2012, uh-huh. 2013, downloads? was our all-time most downloads in a month. What really? Is that, 12 How many downloads? No, like oh, across because it's hard to it's hard to measure. Yeah. Because of the fucking it counts the back catalog, where it's like individual episodes usually don't get. I'm not gonna share numbers, but anyway, like our individual numbers. But I think for the total downloads for January, it's close to 2,000. Really? Like across what? the nine to five family of podcasts. Was okay. that in there? You were definitely on some of what people were listening to. That's not... But yeah, for a single month, it was fucking, like, ridiculous. Crazy. I might be, like, wrong. There was a one and then a bigger (laughs) number after it. But yeah, January was our biggest month. Right. Like, and December was our second biggest month. Like, it's kind of like... I, I suppose I like to imagine that there's momentum. Anyway, this is is fucking fascinating talk, but this is our hour. (laughs) Do we have anything you guys want to sneak in or anything? No, I'm good. No, I think, yeah, I'm totally good. Good job, team. Yay. See, we did it without Scott. Now we don't need <laughs> Suck him it, anymore. McIver. No, it's still strong. Poor Scott was homesick today. But he, but he didn't seem home that sick. He was like, I'm homesick. The kind of sick that you drink whiskey to. And I was like, that's not really sick. That just feels more like you probably had a shitty day. He's really fucking okay. exhausted, and he's had a shitty day. He's feeling kind of befuddled and shut. He wanted to have a whiskey and go to fucking bed. I can identify. That's, I can respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But it's, I don't say it's sick. I think it's like a case of the Mondays on a yeah. Wednesday. I was going to say, yeah, it's totally not Monday. Whatever, man. I'm unemployed. That's 90s, everybody. <laughs> I'm Keith. I'm fuck you. Look, if you're a 
fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday. A new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 9ES or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. Alright, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.